Welcome to episode 48 of the Kraken Pod, a podcast for Seattle Kraken fans, those new and old to hockey and hockey fans looking to have fun. Along with you, we try to go into what lies beneath when it comes to everything Seattle Kraken and the NHL. It is official. The preseason is over. Thank you, Hockey Jesus. Almost time for the regular season. And we'll have a little Kraken Christmas in October as we unwrap some predictions for the Kraken and NHL regular season. News out of the Kraken camp. No captain this year. What? Let's get to it. Welcome to episode 48 and the last of the preseason of the Kraken pod. Let's go. going on my name is jeff janusic and this is my friend and co-host joey cirillo what's up brother oh my god what's not up man i am like i don't even know where to start because there are so many good things happening like the mariners play against the uh against the astros here in a couple hours i cannot be more excited for that massive 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 historical comeback from behind to make all the toronto uh fans cry into their shitty jerseys um that was incredible and then just picturing those fans also being maple leafs fans and upset like just i, I went from six to midnight i like i am so excited like it's a great time for seattle sports the preseason's over seattle crack and hockey is back tomorrow how are you feeling how are you how's jeff doing I'm good. I'm super stressed, not sleeping much, but, uh, you know. <laughs> like, I'm doing great. Haven't slept in three nights. I'm stressed out. <laughs> Pretty much. I keep wake- I keep waking up at 3 a.m. I don't know why. I have oh, no clue. Oh, sucks. Anyway, it's just, it's a, it's, life is good. I'm all right. Okay. I'm working yeah. on it. Uh, but So uh, we could have recorded this at 3 in the morning. Like, you know what? Fuck it. Let's go. Crack I did. Pot. I got up at 3 a.m. <laughs> I got up at 3 a.m. It's like. I wake oh, up oh, and I'm like, don't look at your phone because you know it's 3 a.m. Don't look don't at your do phone because you know it's 3 a.m. And, I, and like it. the past week, it's like every morning. three. So I don't know if there's like a dump truck going through our neighborhood at 3 a.m. or what. But uh, I mean, what's overall, the bedtime, what's the bedtime routine? You got you like take any melatonin or anything like that? Yeah. Have a, yeah. A glass of vino and lay down and put the phone away or what? No melatonin because that makes me have nightmares. Um, oh, I'm, that's weird. Okay. I'm I'm uh shoot it's it's something else it's another it's like a it's a oh gosh it's a like no melatonin but I ever heard of clonopin <laughs> <laughs> no 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 it's a um it is a supplement I can't remember what it's called it's uh and it's okay it's just I just been really stressed there's a lot going on I'm trying to hire I'm trying to scale my business it's just you know yeah but well good it, thing hockey season face. isn't starting uh, in 24 hours so. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'm, my my thought is I'm going to watch that first regular season game. Yes. Um. You know, on Wednesday night we're recording this on Tuesday, Wednesday night. Mm-hmm. Um. And I'll just stay up late, and that way I'll at least you know be tired enough to sleep until six a.m., which will work. There you so. go, Jeff. Just do you know live the American dream. Work yourself to sleep. Just be so tired from just grinding away all the time that you just fall asleep. Not that you already don't do that, but you know, just keep keep just add more work to your yeah. Thing. Yes. Yeah. 
I'm yeah. aging quickly. I'm aging there you quickly. Go. Let's do that. You want some of my grays? Lord knows I have plenty of them. It's coming, man. My right. my my beard is definitely getting some gray sprouts, but <laughs> life life is good. I'm actually I'm I'm pretty good. I'm uh, I'm psyched to see the Mariners do well. Uh, yes. Nobody obviously has given them any hope against the Astros, but uh, we know there's hope. We know there's hope. No, there's there is definitely hope, and we can move on here in a second. But I will just say because when I waited 21 freaking years for this, this past weekend I had five of uh, my former like navy friends i mean they're still my friends now but former navy buddies like in town and was just out you know showing them around one of them had never been to new orleans before one of them is still in the navy and is actually getting shipped off to bahrain for three years so wow just doing like a whole get together thing and just having fun and talking shit and making fun of each other and, and all that good stuff but uh dude it was wild because I forgot for a second because I was so wrapped up in that plus the Mariners that I, I completely forgot that the Seahawks were in town to play the Saints. And so everywhere I went is just Seattle gear being repped hard all over New Orleans. And I'm like, holy crap, what's going on? And then I went to a, uh, a sports bar in this, in this section of New Orleans, uh, Uptown, which is a bar called Cooter Browns. And I walk in the bar and the Mariners are playing. And, and like half the bar, if not more, is wearing like Mariners jerseys. And then when the Mariners ended up winning the game, this is game one, uh, like the whole bar like burst out and was like cheering and like high five and hugging. I'm like, I'm like, did I like get transport on a plane in my sleep? Like, am I in Seattle right now? Like what's going on? It was just a really cool moment because I haven't been home in so long. So to see like a bunch of people rooting for the Mariners, like this is America's team. America's team is back. So that's all I wanted to say. I am so fucking pumped. I literally have cleared my schedule because the Mariners play today at 2.35 Central Time. I have cleared my schedule to where I can watch the Mariners game and not feel guilty about it. So let's fucking go, Mariners. Let's go crack, and I'm ready. That's awesome, dude. Uh, good for you. That's, that's fantastic. I'll be, uh, I'll be watching along on some sort of you know, Twitter thread or something like that to see what's oh, going yeah. on. But, but that's it's, great. Well, you know what? Um, I, I'm, I'm pumped to see the Mariners you know, do great. I have faith in that, but... I, I'm not going to lie. I'm pretty pumped and a little more pumped for the NHL regular season to start. So let's get right to it. Let's wrap up the preseason. Let's get into our Kraken reaction. So the last preseason game of the season, the preseason season, the preseason season, preseason season, pre-hockey season, season. pre-hockey hockey. hockey was uh, Friday night against Edmonton. It was a wild, It was an entertaining game because it was like, you know, it was a full-on Edmonton team. You know, Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl, you know, played for the most part. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it was... Andor Kane, he's still somehow employed. He's still doing stuff. Still probably, yeah. you know, uh, using a burner account to make bets on the game um, yeah. that he's playing in, which we'll find out, I'm sure, in six months is what he's doing. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, so yeah, so we lose 5-3 to Edmonton. And, you know, there are some really good things happening here. You know, Maddie Benier scores again, which I'm trying to, I got to see, I tried to make a trade for him in my fantasy uh, hockey league that I pay for, not our Kraken squad, fantasy yes. squad thing. Yes, yes. Um, and I have, I don't think the guy went for it. So I'm trying to get Maddie Beniers because he's just going to light the lamp like crazy. The My only other note that I, I have is the, <laughs> the groovy, the Grubauer whiff on the, he tried, he tried to do what Joey Decord did. Yes. <laughs> and, and, and I hope Joey Decord called him up and said, Hey dude, cause Joey Decord got uh, signed down to uh, uh, go play for the firebirds. Mm-hmm. And, and I hope he called and said, Hey, Gru, 
don't don't you can't do what I do. I, I have the sauce. We, just just stop the pucks because he gave he gave away the puck to Leon Dreisaitl, who just went beep boop boop. So those those are the highlights on that. It was a it was a solid effort. I still love this team, and I'm not super worried about that five three loss. Yeah, me neither. I mean, like the Kraken should have won that game again. It's preseason. If this happens during the regular season and Gruby pulls some crap like that, um, I'm I'm definitely calling him out on it. I don't know why he tried advancing the puck like that in front of freaking Leon Dreisaitl of all people who's like, oh, cool. Thanks for the uh, the free goal here. Um, the only other note I have aside from the game. So, the, you know, the Kraken wrap up the preseason at four and two. And the only other note I have is uh, Poole Jujarvi, who, you know, they didn't know if Edmonton was going to hold on to him or not during the offseason. There's actually a lot of rumors that like Seattle Kraken were looking into him. I really wish we could have gotten this dude but he would have really hurt the Kraken hotness rankings. Like we're looking like, like just dudes being attractive dudes because this guy's fucking head is so big. Like his bucket is sitting like four feet from like where his eyebrows are. Like Jeff, do you remember like uh, playing 007 GoldenEye on Nintendo 64? Yeah. Okay. Do you remember like the, it was like a cheat code, but it was like a different mode you could do called DK mode where everyone had these giant heads and little bodies running around. And so you could snipe them a lot easier. Yes. He is. He is the NHL's DK mode. Like pull jewel Jarby to me, his nickname is DK mode. So from now on, that's how I'm going to remember. That's I didn't get the reference in our notes. So I was like, Oh, yes. but that's a great yes. reference. I had, to, I had to explain it. That's all I could think about. I'm like this guy, if he was in goal night, he'd be getting snikes. His big ass had be running around and every shot with him would be like the golden gun thing. Just boom. One shot toast. He's a great player. He's, no, a great he's player. really good. He's a really good player, but man, that freaking that forehead I, he's got. I don't like to necessarily pick people apart for their appearance, right? That's not a, that's not necessarily right to do. But you can't, you just can't not talk about how, like, the way he wears his helmet is obnoxious. Like, can we get him a better helmet, a, a helmet that fits better? Because, you know, as somebody who owns a huge head, I do. I have a giant <laughs> head. My hats, you know, if I've got the, if I got the, you know, the the adjustable back on a hat, it's stretched yes. to the last two or yeah. one. You know, I got a giant head. Yeah, we're and, big head sympathizers here, but that doesn't mean that this guy's bucket. I mean, it looks like he's playing like junior league hockey and he's borrowing like his grandpa's helmet who like happened yeah. to play in some league in Europe somewhere. It's like, yeah. what's going on here, man? Like someone get this guy a custom helmet. He's a millionaire, isn't he? It's like he's wearing a stovetop hat or something. His chin straps <laughs> like 10 feet long. There's bungee cords that you'd find like in the back of a pickup truck. That's his chin straps. Exactly. So, but yeah. he's a, he's a great player and I think he's going to have an even bigger season now that they resigned him. So, yeah. And also Groovy, like no more of that, like get, get that weirdness out of your system, get that funk out of there. It's preseason. It's cool. We'll let it slide. Kraken should have won. Benier scored and everyone's happy, but you know, moving forward, like, you know, let's not have that happen in the preseason. We're paying you over $5 million a year. My positive on that is that he was confident enough to screw around and find out, right? To to F yeah, well, sorry, he did ear, screw earmuffs, earmuffs. Yes, yes. Fuck around and find out, right? There so, you go. So okay. we did it right that way. But anyway, so I think he's feeling confident and good, and I think he got it out of the way. And uh, yeah, he gifted Leon with a uh, goal. So we'll see what yeah, happens. Which so. is the last thing that freaking guy needs. But yes, anyways, moving on. Preseason and over. Regular season happening. Wednesday, Anaheim, uh, Trevor Zegris, who got laid out during the preseason. Did you see that hit where he went down the ice? Yeah. Yeah. Dude, he took it right to the dome. But he did. Anyways, he did. I'm excited because, I mean, not only is it, the star of the Seattle Kraken season, but we get to see Beneers and Trevor Zegras go at it, like from freaking puck drop. Like this is, what more can you ask for? It's a Kraken Christmas in October. Yes, and we're going to get to our predictions here in a minute. And there's been predictions all over the place. 
Um, the one that I like is EA Sports, you know, NHL 2022, 23, uh, the new NHL game. They ran a simulation of the season and they put out the standings uh, at the end of that regular season simulation. Mm-hmm. And they have the Kraken going to the playoffs, coming in basically third place in the Pacific third Division. In the Pacific, yeah. And I love that because all the pundits around are still thinking that the Kraken are going to be horrible bottom feeders, if you will. And I just look, will we make the playoffs? Mm, we'll You're see. saying yes. I'm saying outside looking in. No, it's Again. not official yet. Not, we haven't gotten there yet. So you'll, we just have to wait and see until the oh, rest of this I episode. Apologize. I apologize. Yeah, I haven't made it official yet. This is, this is the official time, not now, but soon. So this is not the <laughs> official time, but will be the official time. We'll give you our predictions in February. So hold up. <laughs> yes. But you know, I like that. And I just, I just think it's how, I don't know how with, with the sharks in our division, I think the ducks will be a little better than expect what is expected, but like the sharks are, terrible the sharks will be bad mm-hmm. there's no way we finish lower than the sharks i will at least make that prediction now is i will okay. i would bet money that we will not if we finish lower than the sharks i will eat a shark cracking over sharks in real life and on the ice absolutely absolutely yeah. so logical sea creatures would kill a shark also we will kill you on the ice i i'm i you know with these predictions, I've got I'm gonna be somewhat realistic here, but I'm also- yeah. Unlike EA, by the way, like I think it's great that we can have this conversation. But I was like, dude, I thought I thought you were the Ted Lasso of this podcast and of the Seattle Kraken, and then I saw like the EA thing came out that had the Kraken third in the Pacific and making the playoffs, and I was like, man, this person, their cup runneth over. Like they are, they're the glass is not halfway full. Like it's but, it's all the way full. It's spilling out, and I'm for it because that glass is that glass is full of crack and rum. I'm gonna take. Wanna, yeah. I want to share that glass. I'm here for it. I'll drink that shit all day. I'm I taking that over. Room. No, I and mean, drink it up. Drink it up. I drink your milkshake, and <laughs> that I'm taking that because that's a computer simulation. That's not just like some. Yes. It's not some you know podcast in a you know room in new orleans saying oh i'm gonna do the, i think they're gonna do and that's yeah, what that's that what sounds dumb very dumb that would be so stupid to yes. trust those people but there's like it's the same like even the, the hockey writers who are just some dude in sweatpants who like has clout you yeah. know saying like going very off a gut comments. feeling like yeah. they don't know I, I would take the computer simulation over 90 percent of these these guys and women and people who are going to make predictions so i think that's pretty legit i think and i listen, like that if that computer simulation is a 16 year old, you know, playing a whole season on Twitch and they're using that as their thing, then that's fine. Just don't tell us. That's okay. Cause like, who are we? Who are we? I'm taking that. I'm taking that. All right. So moving on other news, which I'm really disappointed in, but you know, I don't know. Thank you. I, okay. Go ahead. I was gonna say, I don't know. I don't know if you said it or some of our friends on Twitter at Kraken pod on Twitter, just man, this is so many, we got such a good Twitter fam going on with the Kraken pod. Um, but somebody had said there were some predictions when we talked about the captain, who's going to be the captain, the next captain of the Seattle Kraken. There was a, a decent amount of people who were like, eh, I don't think they should have a captain this season. And yesterday, the Kraken made it official. We will not have a captain of yep. this team in the 2022-2023 season. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. They're going to have a bunch of alternates, and that's cool, but... I get it. I get it. it. I understand it. No, I understand it. it. They're, they're make. they're giving it a a chance. You know, they're giving people a chance to shine. There's going to be a lot of 
people on the rise. There's going to be a lot of players on, you know, like is Maddie Beniers going to be the guy who knows? Like there's so many unknowns. So I understand why, but I don't know, I guess there's a, guy who just likes to have a captain on a hockey team i kind of wish they did but other than that i really don't have any solid reason for you know having a captain I, I i there's enough leaders in this team to help out it's a young team and it seems like maybe maybe the crack in leadership the coaching staff management knows that you know leadership by committee is going to be better than having one person in charge of that I think they're doing a good job of selling it to us. I still don't know if I'm buying it all the way. I'm the same as you. I prefer the team to have a captain. Their whole selling point seems to be like, if they're going from the standpoint of, we're still like trying to build the team's identity. We want people to step up. And yes, we have four alternate captains and this is what we're going to roll with, which I think is what they're doing. Then I, I kind of buy it, but again, I'd rather have a captain by the way, the four alternate captains, if you, like are living under a rock or like haven't been paying attention. Don't blame you. Mariners playoffs football's happening. There's a lot happening right now. It's a, uh, it's Eberly Gord, Adam Larson and Jaden Schwartz. And actually Allison Lucan, Lucan, I'm probably fucking up her last name. Sorry, Allison. Um, she, had, she, she had a great article uh, on the saddle Kraken website. And she made a, a point to note that per the NHL rules, a team is not actually required to name a captain. Um, per NHL rules, they only require two players to don a letter to signify that they are the point of contact for on-ice officials. So it's not something that teams absolutely need to do. Um, there are actually five other teams this season, um, on, additionally with the Kraken, who are not going to have a captain. Anaheim, Arizona, Calgary, Philadelphia, and Winnipeg. The Peggers, they're back. Um, so those are the, So there's six teams out of 32 in the NHL this season who are not going to have a captain. So it's not uncommon. It's still in the minority of things. I kind of understand why they're doing it. I still kind of wish the Kraken had a captain. I was really pulling for Yanni Gord, but I don't know, man. I'm I'm trying to talk myself into it. I'm still kind of on the fence, whatever. Yeah. You know, what's interesting about all those teams that don't have a captain, Calgary's supposed to be obviously pretty good. Philly's supposed to be, I think, decent. And then I was surprised by Calgary, by the way. I'm going to throw that out there. I was really surprised by Calgary not naming a captain. That's what I was going to say is like, you know, but who knows? Maybe did they have who was the captain last season? Now I'm now I'm painting myself in the corner because I don't know. Well, I mean, was he their captain? How I mean, I don't pay attention to them. So this is probably a really dumb segment where people are listening and being like, do you guys watch hockey at all? Yeah, they were like first like first thing in the morning. And no, sorry, I don't pay attention to Calgary hockey. Yeah. I know more about the catwalk at their stadium than I than I know about That's right. <laughs> who their captain was last year. But if it wasn't Johnny Hockey, I would be legitimately shocked. Um, but they they signed Caudry in the offseason. I kind of just assumed that he would go in there and they'd make him the captain, but maybe it was too soon. I don't really know. It was late in the offseason. Who freaking knows? I think I think that team's going to win the cup. I think that uh, the wow. changes they made. Yeah, I think the changes they made, the sea changes. Huberto is just so good. Uh, I think they're going to be great. So I do, I do. Yeah, I'm tired repeat. of, I'm tired of hearing about them already, but I'm also on board <laughs> with them. I think they're going to do well. Listen. So, so um, I do have to say really quick that um, Haxtell actually spoke out about the decision to not name a captain. And his quote was, and quote, the key point in this decision is the strength of the group and allowing the core guys to be, to be leaders in their own right. That group is going to be the voice of our dressing room. And that'll be the strength of our leadership. Um, 
I just felt like he just said a bunch of words and like still somehow managed to not say anything. Like that's the most vague statement of all time, but whatever. Uh, they they did ask Yanni Gord about it. Like, hey, how do you feel about the responsibility of rocking like the A on your chest? And he literally laughed, which I think is great. It was basically like, I'm paraphrasing here, obviously. We're idiots. But he was basically like, this does not add like any additional things on my plate. Like people lead in different ways. Some are allowed in the locker room. Some take an extra hit on the ice, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, I think we have a bunch of guys that can do that. And, you know, once we get more guys to step up, like more guys are going to be acting like captains than not. So I think his response was perfect. Hack kind of said a bunch of things and still didn't say anything. So it is what it is, man. The Kraken do not have a captain. We have four alternates. And maybe they're just getting us ready for the future. Maybe when Shane Wright is developed and Matty Beneers and him are fucking rolling and we have, you know, and we have Matty Beneers as the captain in a couple of years from now after he's won the Calder and has established himself as one of the best players in the NHL. At some point, we'll have a captain. I'm not sure. I don't know. After we lost, um, you know, Geo last year. So we'll, we'll see what happens. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's mm-hmm. maybe having a captain is a curse. I don't know. I don't know. All right. All right. Before we get to our rankings, ESPN. We already talked about the EA sports team, but ESPN has put out their team power rankings. And Joey, where do the Kraken sit in the power rankings? I was surprised by this because it was written by Ryan S. Clark, who used to exclusively cover the Kraken, and then he kind of moved on to a bigger gig. So shout out to Ryan. We still love his work. He has team power rankings across the NHL. He has the Kraken 28th out of 32. Um, Before I go on, Jeff, how do you feel about that? Mm. (laughs) I I don't like it, Ryan. I like you. I don't like that, but I get where he's coming from. I mean, he's... You know, he probably is like going through all the teams that are going to be, you know, good and then going like, oh, yeah, I forgot about the Kraken. Well, yeah, it's it's safe to put him towards the bottom there. So I get look, I get all of the analysts putting the Kraken down at the bottom. I like that. I like that. I like being the underdog. So, you know what? You know, there's only you can only go up. Right. So I I, I don't think we're going to go down. I think we're going to go up and hopefully we prove that wrong. I was surprised by it because for the most part, I've seen analysts minus the EA sports, whatever they're doing, like have the crack in like middle of the pack. And Ryan S. Clark has us, you know, like bottom of the barrel over here. So it's really interesting to me. I will make the note that he laid out best case and worst case scenario. And both of them had to do around goaltending, which I talked about. I don't know if that was either last week or the week before, but that to me was the biggest thing that was sticking out to me that the Kraken need to address. And that's what he noted as well. Cause he was like, best case scenario, the new goaltending coach, Steve Briere has Grubauer and Martin Jones operating at a really high level. Worst case scenario is the issues that played Grubauer last year um, do not get fixed. And the franchise realizes that we still have him for four more years at $5.9 million a year and that we're committing 14% of the Kraken's uh, cap space to the goaltending position, and we're letting teams light the lamp on us on the reg. So I thought that was interesting. Last note I'll make is uh, his bold prediction was he had uh, Matty Beneers winning the Calder. I've been on this freaking beating this drum, Jeff. We've been beating this drum almost the entire offseason. I officially got my bet in um, on DraftKings, promo code THPN. I got my bet in. It was Matty Beniers. I think I got it in at plus 400 um, for him to win the Calder. Even Ryan S. Clark, who has the crack in the bottom of the barrel in the freaking league, has a bold prediction. Matty Beniers wins the Calder. That's free money. We're just trying to help you out here. Yeah, exactly. I, I think that's, that is a given. This dude's, this dude is lighting things up like crazy, and I think he's just going to be electric this season. So uh, 
we will we will see what happens. I again, I like being the underdog, and I'm all about it. Now, since we don't have any other, you, know, you could go across the board. Everybody's giving their predictions this 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 time of year right now. It's prediction season, right baby. Season. It is it's prediction season, but you know we wanted to get into our own predictions here, and we're so pumped and so ready at, at like for and Seattle's a buzz with the Mariners, and then you know the Kraken playing. To, to me and to Joey, we agreed it kind of feels like it's Christmas, you know, like, you know, channeling, you, you know, channeling the uh, the feeling of uh, back in the day when, you know, I unwrapped that Sega Genesis for the first time ever, um, you know, and uh, after um, manhandling that package underneath the uh, Christmas tree for like two weeks, determining <laughs> if it was a Sega Genesis box going to the video game store at the mall when the mall actually existed holding up that box and measuring it with my eyes and then going immediately back home to feel the weight and the, and the, yep, it's a Sega Genesis for sure. So that feeling is what I want to bring to you. Joy wants to bring you exactly kid science. So we wanted to enjoy a Seattle Kraken Christmas in October with our Seattle Kraken team preview. We're going to unwrap some gifts. So I feel like we should do a little Christmas Carol or something like that. Like, yeah, oh, crack. We'll, have, we'll have producer Brandon. We'll have him throw some. Uh, no, no, we got to sing it now. Are you ready? And a one and a two. Oh, crack okay. and bomb. Oh, oh uh, crack and bomb. Crack and <laughs> uh, do you say crack and bong? Uh, you saying bomb? Bomb, like oh, tannin bomb. Like, like what if I was a bombardier? Bomb, bomb, no, bomb. bomb. No, no, no. Don't get me. What are, like bomb, like B A U M, like a if anybody ointment. listens to us. Isn't oh, Bomb. Isn't that what Tannenbaum wow. is? Like Tannenbaum. Bomb. Bong. T-A-N-N-E-N-B-A-U-M. Tannenbaum. Okay. Thank you. Thank you for spelling that out. Yeah, we should have really planned spelling bee. All right. that out. Okay, moving on. Welcome to <laughs> Brandon, the producer. Please, ins- please insert like a little uh, crackling fire sound effect here. Oh, yeah. I like that. That's a good idea. Welcome- hey, welcome around the Kraken Christmas tree. Look at that. Look at that aluminum Christmas tree we have, Joey. It's Kraken blue with a little star on the top with the red. Isn't that nice? Nice little touch there. Look at that. What a wonderful. Glorious. Well, we have some gifts, and uh, we wanted to unwrap these gifts um you know and and kind of predict the the season so first of all this one is open this one all right so the first prediction the leader of the lettuce joey who is this the leader of the lettuce leader of lettuce this one's a given i don't even have a runner-up for this it's brandon tanev aka turbo he's back he's healthy the flow is looking healthier as ever. Maybe he's born with it. Maybe it's Maybelline. We don't know, but it's Turbo. He is going to be the leader of lettuce for the Seattle Kraken in this in this 2022-2023 season. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to think of you know. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna be paying special attention when they hit the ice against the uh, Ducks to see who's got the flow going because I really haven't paid attention to that in in the preseason. I don't know. The only person with with sweet flow that I can think of is Turbo. So safe bet safe bet very safe uh, bet but i think that's an easy bet right there so awesome mm-hmm. all right all right cool this next one is this is from me to you joey i appreciate this this i'm open so i'm, I'm excited now uh best golfer yeah yeah it's uh jaden schwartz i don't know Jayden if you schwartz saw, yeah i don't know if you saw this but um the kraken put out a video they all went to on a preseason um you know they went out and played golf the whole team went out and played golf and everybody played, 
And they made fun of uh, Gru, Philip Grubauer, because he has never played golf before, so he was terrible. But everybody was talking about how apparently Jaden Schwartz was like the best golfer on the team. So I love I, it. The best golfer on the 2022-23 uh, Seattle Kraken will be and, and is now uh, Jaden Schwartz. Maybe that's how he got the alternate captain. Yeah. All right. Uh, this one was from me to you. Best Fists of Fury. Oh, this is an awesome gift. My man, Joey, thank you for Vince Dunn, the Dundertaker. Well, yes, yes, I agree. I yes. totally agree. Yes, I knew that I knew that you would appreciate this. I also do yeah. feel as if it's true. Um, I don't know what's happening to my voice there. That was weird. Um, but, yeah, Vince Dunn, very, very, very excited for him. I think he's going to be throwing some fisticuffs this season. I'm very excited for it. So Fist of Fury, uh, that present goes uh, from, again, from me to you. That's the Thundertaker. So are you thinking, like, you know, uh, fighting majors? He's going to lead the team in fighting majors? Yeah. I, I I don't know about majors, but I definitely think I would not be surprised if he uh, he leads the team in time spent in the box. And I think that he's going to really take a step up in the aggressiveness. For some reason, like, I thought about Elixiac, but, like, he's just kind of like a big goon. He's one of those guys that, like, he will fight. He has fought. But it's one of those things where it's like he's kind of just like a big body. It just seems like to me like he kind of avoids that stuff more often than not. And Vince Dunn, like he's at the point in his career, he's like he is he's he's ready to go. Yeah, no, he is. He's he's lost weight and he's ready for the season. I cannot wait to see what Vince Dunn does. So oh, yeah, he's gonna he's gonna stake a claim uh, for being one of the you know better defensemen in the league. All right, so the next gift. Uh, this is oh man, this is from wait. us to everybody. To everybody, I can't wait to see. I'm running out of scrap paper to tear up. Um, <laughs> right, I can't wait though. to see. I can't wait to see how many sweet backies we're going to have. And mm-hmm. picks for sweet backies of the year belong to Jaden Schwartz, runner-up Jordan Eberle. Now, I did think about going with you know the new blood coming into the Kraken this year, but out of respect for the team, the OG guys were there last year had some ridiculous sweet backies throughout the season it had to be Jaden Schwartz runner-up Jordan Eberle I think those two individuals um, are solid candidates for the SBOTY sweet backy of the year Ooh, I like that acronym That's you don't good. know what that is because you're new to the podcast I guess you're just gonna have to go back and listen to every episode until you figure it out I don't know exactly yeah. <laughs> so you'll know it when you see it. Yeah, you'll yeah. know when you'll see it. Yeah, you'll 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 see a sweet backy. Once you see a sweet backy in the wild, that's all you need. All you need is one. All right. Season predictions continue. We're doing our uh, our October Kraken Christmas season predictions. So next mm-hmm. one, is, this gift is Mr. Steel Yo Girl. Oh which, man, this this is an easy one. But I have a surprise runner up. So Mr. Steel Yo Girl. This goes to Alex Wenberg, aka Wenny. I mean, this guy. It's the eyes. Like, they, they pierce you. It's like in Super Bad, where he was like, it's like the first time I ever heard the Beatles. Like, that's how it is. Every time you look at Wenberg, it's just, and, and his hair is flowing. Like, he just looks great. My runner up, though, is going to surprise some people on this one. It's Oliver Bjorkstrand. I feel like this guy is going to not only do the right things on the ice, but he's going to say the right things. And when we found out that we got him, you know what he did? He was on Instagram sharing his dog on his stories with like a Kraken like handkerchief tied around the dog's neck and everyone's like oh my god this dog is so cute Oliver Bjorkstrand is the guy you would see at the park with the adorable dog and then you realize that he plays for the Kraken 
and all the ladies love him. Even all the men love him. Everyone loves him. It doesn't matter who he loves him. Like, so he's my he's my secret. Wow. Here. Wow. Whoa, that's big. Okay. So, if uh, your significant other runs off with either Bjorky or Wenny, yeah, I mean that's what happens. Okay. It is what um, it is. Yeah. This one. Explain this. This I don't get this gift. Silent assassin. Oh yeah, this is the Silent Assassin Award. I was thinking like Assassin's Creed. This player's like perched on top of a of a two century old freaking Roman Catholic church and drops down on your head and hides in a bale of hay and you don't even know what happened and you're already dead. Silent Assassin for the Seattle Kraken, Andre Burakovsky. I don't feel like this guy. I feel like he's quiet behind the scenes. He was quiet behind the scenes all preseason. I think that'll step up a little bit more during the regular season. But I think this guy's going to score points. But I think he's going to be kind of like a quiet leader. And he's going to let his play on ice do the talking. Silent Assassin goes to Burkhoff. That's awesome. And also, too, a lot of video game references in this episode. Sega Genesis. I didn't honestly realize that. I've just been nerding out of my head. Yeah. 007 got that, which is pretty yeah. cool. <laughs> I agree. I think the dude's good. You know, like, he, it's his chance to shine coming from Colorado. Um, he's got the yes. cup confidence, you know, a couple of those. So I think he's here to, to yeah. lead a team. And um, nobody's really given him any. Um, I don't think they're I don't think they're giving him enough credit for how good he is. I agree, which is why Silent Assassin. This, Silent. And especially like the the like repertoire that he's been building with Veneers. I think that those two, I think he's going to be getting a lot of assists on some Veneers goals, too. So expect, expect Burkowski to score some points. Uh, I think I know what this gift is. The, the say cheese, oh, yeah. say cheese gift. And this is from them to us, to all of us here. The wonderful, I mean, like the best smile on the Seattle Kraken. Oh yeah, you, you got to know who this this is. Is the Cheshire Cat? Oh yeah, it's Yanni Gord. I mean, it's Yanni yeah. Gord, and the runner-up is Jamie Olixiak because that big ass goofy grin with the missing front tooth. He like he's like what six seven six foot eight, the big rig. By the way, he's got such an underrated nickname. We just need to drop the big rig more often. But this one goes to Yanni Gord. It's it's obvious why he's always smiling. And one of the biggest things that I have missed about regular season cracking hockey is Yanni Gord starting some shit on the ice with a guy who's like twice his size. And the entire time he's laughing in their face like he is the guy that you hate to play against but love to have on your team. So the safe cheese, the safe cheese Seattle Kraken 2022 award goes to Yanni Gord. No one else. Awesome. All right. The new fan favorite. As we get to meet a whole bunch of new players this year. Mm-hmm. Oliver Bjorkstrand. Bjork Bjorkstrand. There's a lot Again, of candidates for this, though. There's a lot of candidates for this. But I think new fan, new fan favorite is going to go to Bjorky. And the reason why I say that, again, is because, like, this guy not only on the ice I think is going to be phenomenal. In fact, I think he's a sneaky guy to lead the Kraken in points for this season. But also, he's just a dude that he says and does all the right things off the ice. Like, Columbus, like, the city, the organization was absolutely in love with him. Like, the things he's already said about the Seattle Kraken and the city of Seattle has made everyone start to fall in love with him already. Just give him some more time on ice and on air during the season. And I think Bjorkstrand is going to be the new fan favorite. Awesome. I, I, I agree. And I, I think we could just – I'm going to jump ahead to this gift. I see this gift down the, down yes, the line. Please. No, no. Dig in. Gonna, dig in. All right. Has lithium on repeat. Oh, yeah. 
that's also Bjorky. So you're oh, really yeah. thinking this is this is a, this is your gift to no, the yeah, this is, fans. This is my gift to Kraken fans. You're welcome. I do think it has lithium on repeat. This is the guy that's lighting the lamp. I really do think Bjorkstrand has a chance to lead the Kraken in points this season. Like this guy is a fucking scoring machine. He led Columbus last year in scoring. He's a hell of a player. I think he's the best sneaky uh, offseason acquisition across the entire NHL. Trying to throw my bias out the window here. But I think Bjorkstrand, if he's put in the right position with this Seattle Kraken, I think this dude's going to be lying the lap more than anybody. I support it because I'm, I'm loving, you know, everybody forgot about Dre, right? Everybody forgot about Yorkie and you know, Burkowski. Uh, yep. Right? So yep. all that sort of stuff. So, all right, the, the comeback player of the year, I also think – it wait, i got to open it first. I think this could be our my say cheese gift. This is my prediction. Yes. Please. Rue. Yes, Gru. He has an underrated smile, by the way. Uh, he does have an underrated smile, and also a very, very well-shaped beard. I feel like you and him are like very on your beard game. Like it's always kind of neatly trimmed, looking proper. He's sipping wine in the summer. Actually, now that I think about it, I think I'm starting to understand why you love Gru so much. Yeah, I'm. I think he. I think he. New new goalie coach for the Kraken. Briere. Yeah. I feel I just feel really good about the goaltending. Again, my theory's always been better offense relieves the pressure on mm-hmm. the D and that relieves the pressure on the goalies and you've got goalies confident enough to try and whip passes up the middle, which probably won't happen that often in the regular season. So I agree. The comeback player of the year grew, but you also have here next in, in, in underneath Brew. Yeah, I have a smaller gift here. It's like a stocking stuffer for yeah. y'all. Yep. Turbo yeah, is right. Turbo, yeah, comeback player of the year. Like, it has to be Turbo. And he's yeah. the runner-up. Like, I'm going to give it to Gru because I think he turns things around this season and much improved on what happened last year, which, like, honestly, let's be real. The only direction he can really kind of go from there is up. Not entirely his fault. Moving on. But Turbo has to be the runner-up comeback player of the year. To come yeah. back from that devastating injury, I think he's going to have a hell of a season for the Kraken. We missed his energy so freaking bad last year. When he went down, like, the team chemistry physically changed. Um, it was really hard to get over, but he's back, runner-up, comeback player of the year. So, okay, uh, I, I think that it's kind of weird that he is not I – mean, he doesn't want it, obviously, is uh, being – The captain thing, yeah. you know, not yeah. having the A on his chest, which is totally, you know, cool. But I think he's – he is kind of like the heart and soul to me of the team. So, yeah, I agree. And he's just got so much energy. I just, I really hope that he, and I don't even want to say it, but I hope he's. No, don't healthy. even, yeah, I'm knocking on wood to even say it. Yeah, I'm, don't even, don't even put that at voodoo out there. What are you doing, man? We're in New Orleans. You can't be, sorry, even like thinking about voodoo. All right, next gift. Right. Oh, oh, Captain, my Captain, my future. I'm really running out of scrap paper here. Yeah. This um, is oh, Captain, my future Captain. And this is Maddie Beneers. Like, this has to be Maddie Beneers. Like, listen. Played 10 games last season at the end of the season to get a little taste of the NHL. And what did he do? He scored nine points in 10 games. Like, this guy is ready. Did he score in every single preseason game that he played? Oh, no, like no. Okay. Anyways, yeah. all I know is that, like, this dude is ready. And not only is he ready, but he has significantly improved wingers surrounding him, which is only going to improve his game. Yeah, for me, it's not just his dedication to the sport, putting on the 12 pounds of muscle, coming into the season ready to freaking rock. Yeah, but on top of all of that stuff, like he's just so smart. He knows where to go. He knows where the puck is going to go before the puck is even there. He's putting himself in good positions. I am ready for Matty Beneers. Oh, captain, my future captain. All right. Iron Man, 
Just singing the Black Sabbath song. I am Iron Man. Overrated song. Overrated song. Um, what? Oh my God! We are not doing this right now. <laughs> there's more. There's so many better. There's so many better Sabbath. Songs. I agree. Yeah, I agree with you. But Iron Man is not overrated. The Iron Man Award goes to Adam Larson. It has to. This guy led the team last year. Time on ice. And listen, I know people are going to look at him and be like, "Oh, this guy is sluggish. Like, what does he provide to the team?" Blah blah blah. But like, here's the thing. He leads in his in his own ways. Adam Larson, he might not be the player that he used to be, but one, he's one of the alternate captains, so put some respect on his name. And two, like anybody that leads the team in time on ice, like this guy's Mr. Reliable. To me, he's the Iron Man Award. And also, like I just appreciate a guy that commits to a deep V like that because that shows his commitment to the team. Contra, we got only two gifts left. Okay, two gifts left. Yeah, this is these are both great. Very important gifts. This one's a controversial gift. It's it's wrapped in. I can't even describe the wrapping paper. It's so controversial. Like it's very controversial. Very very graphic. What is this on this wrapping paper? You can't we'll see it right now. But entire segments. We just have to guess what we're talking about here. Where did you find that wrapping paper on this gift? I mean, like that's honestly, I can't believe somebody would sell that. Not that's Walmart. Easy. I'll tell you that much. That's all I can say. Is that. Yeah. Wow, Spencer's I can't believe that. Still around in the mall. Probably Spencer's at the mall. I didn't know they next still to the that. next to like custom shot glasses and sex toys. Remember Spencer's? I can't, this is very vulgar. This wrapping paper. All right, let's, let's get it out. All right, very good. Get it out of there. All right, man, get rid of this wrapping paper. We gotta burn that. Yeah. Love to hate, hate to love. Mm-hmm. Uh, man, this is this is this is a tough one right here. But I see where you're going with it, and uh-huh. I agree. Buoy. Buoy. Yeah, love to hate, hate to love. You either love Buoy. You hate Bowie, but it's a love-hate with Bowie. And my runner-up for love-hate, hate-love is Dave Haxtell. Like, it's the head coach, Dave Haxtell. Now, to Hax, so Bowie is ours. Bowie is somebody that we have to defend because Bowie's going to get a lot of hate around mm-hmm. the league. It already is. Not Already fair. is. Yep, yeah. Yep, Bowie's yep. already getting trash, and Bowie can't even talk. So, I mean, like, how can Bowie – um, defend itself. I don't freaking know. I mean, obviously going on Twitter and trolling people, but I mean. so Haxtell, I noticed in the Edmonton game, he did not pull Grubauer until like a minute left, mm-hmm. and I I think that's where Dave got a lot of the hate last year was he was pulling goalies with like four minutes left, three minutes left. So I kind of like where his head's at. He, yes. he maybe he's changing his ways on that. Maybe. I don't know. I'm excited to see what happens. But I have him as love-hate because, similar to Bowie, there's a love-hate with Hack. If things are going good for the Kraken, no one's really going to be talking about Hack, even though that's kind of unfair. But the second the team has, you know, loses a couple games in a row or something's tight or there's a big decision that people disagree with, the first thing they're going to be doing is having their pitchforks out. So love-hate, runner-up, Dave Haxtell. All right, well, let's get, to the, let's get to the biggest gift under the tree right now. I'm going to put it on the table. Um... Oh, wow, this is big. This is a big one. This yeah, is big. this is like, is it a snowboard? It's shaped like a snowboard. I don't know. It's also the least amount of wrapping paper because I'm out of wrapping paper. Um, playoffs? 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 <laughs> you want to? Oh, this is, this is, this is, there's your two gift. of them. There's two gifts. Let me get another okay. one. This, this one okay. is from, this is Joey's. Okay, there's that. Okay, all right. Let's do that here. Let's open it up, Joey. All right, let's okay. open this. There. One, one rip. <laughs> <laughs> it was so efficiently wrapped, it just took one piece of paper for the entire game. What's in your playoffs box? 
My playoffs box has a no. Um, so that's a little disappointing. It's like opening up coal in a giant thing. Like, did I do something wrong? Was I naughty this year? I felt like I was pretty good. Honestly, like excessive drinking and just waiting for hockey season to start. But yeah, for me, I have awesome. it as a no. What what is your what is your gift looking like? Yes. That's <laughs> like, very, very simple. Not your nice. I'm, You're on the nice list. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. Why not? Why the hell not? Why the hell not? Let's just say they sneak in. Like, it's going to be one of those, you know, hey, it's the last few games of the season. We're playing division rivals, and we've got to win these two, and we got a shot. I think I'm going to say yes officially, right? So you can roast me if I'm wrong, but I think we'll be sniffing it at the end. I think we will be sniffing it at the end and put enough together to make this get close and i'm gonna say yes so i think i think we could do it i do also you know with next year with bedard coming into the league and the draft is you know it's the race for bedard that's what everybody's saying so you know if we don't make the playoffs it's still you know not a bad thing as we kind of try to build this team still okay and with ronnie francis playing chess with all these draft picks so i say yes joey says a sad no sad nay i know i'm sorry Outside chance looking in, though. I like the outside chances. I just don't think it's going to happen. But there you go. Well, if you were in October, season starting. It is uh, it is it is here and I cannot wait. I am so pumped and so ready. Hopefully you enjoyed our Christmas. Uh, We've got some eggnog that's been left out for a couple of hours. I forgot to refrigerate it. I'm still going to drink some. I might drink all of mine. I'm actually I'm hammered right now. Terribly sick later on. Oh yeah, no, absolutely. Between that and the lactose intolerant, oh man, I'm in for I'm in for a day. But with all those predictions, yes, it is finally here. And you've heard Joey talking about this too. You should do the same thing. Thanks to DraftKings Sportsbook, official sports betting partner of the NHL, you are in for the season of a lifetime. New customers can bet five bucks on any team and get two hundred dollars in free bets if they win. There are so many things to get into. I cannot wait. You should get in on this too. You can turn small bets into bigger bets and big payouts with same game game parlays, right? Combine multiple bets, like which team will win, how many goals will be scored, and more for your shot at an even bigger payout. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. You can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code THPN. Bet five bucks on any NHL team to win their game. Get $200 in free bets if they do. That's code THPN, the Hockey Podcast Network, which we are a proud member of at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See our show notes for details. And let's get into the last no dumb questions of the regular season. Preseason. No- oh, wait. Thank you. Cheese and Pete's Drink, drink. Um, All right. Where's the eggnog? Pass the eggnog. Pass the eggnog. Take a a warm, a lukewarm, milky shot. Um, mm. ew, gross. That's one. <laughs> my, all my analogies were disgusting. He's, we're moving on. Wow, you're drinking it out of a Wally World mug. That's pretty I'm cool. actually doing a shoey. Yeah. Oh, nice. <laughs> no dumb questions. Other oh, podcasts out Debs? there. It's yeah, been no, a couple of weeks. We might be getting, it's getting a little weird. All right, we're getting I'm towards in, the I'm, end. Home I'm in the life depth, so this is definitely in the depths of this. Um, no dumb questions. Other podcasts all season long when we get into the regular season, we'll shame you for not knowing everything about hockey. And that's a, that is a shame. It shouldn't do that. It's not fair. Well, we do that. We accept any and all hockey fans uh, new to hockey. You've been around for a long time. You're ancient. You know, you're 105 old years like old. Jeff. 
a young sprout individual like me. Yes, yes, exactly. Uh, uh, a young, sprightly, healthy. Um, knees are solid. <laughs> knees have. He has ligaments in his knees. Everything. We will not shame you. You can ask any question. If you're too afraid to ask a question because you don't know something, ask us. We'll find it out for you. We'll tell you it. We'll give you the wrong information, whatever it might be. We will answer it in something we call no dumb questions. So, Joey, for this week's question, what is the no dumb question? All right. So this one is one I propose myself. And it's also something that I've seen people reach out to us and be like, hey, can you do a refresher before the season starts? So I have a little bit of a list here. And Jeff, if you want to throw some in, like I threw out bucket earlier, that's a helmet. But the question is, what are some of the most common hockey slangs? And I'm just going to run down a list here. Butte, that's beauty. Flow, lettuce, we're going with long hair. Like, did you see his flow? Obviously referring to Brandon Tanev. Greasy is ugly, as in what a greasy goal. What an ugly goal. Uh, saucer. Jeff, I actually think you either threw out saucer or sauce earlier uh, on the podcast, but a saucer is an airborne pass in hockey. So you threw me a saucer. That's an airborne pass. Sauce yeah. is like sauce is a reference to force. Like, damn, you really put some sauce on it. Like you really like shot that puck with force. You, you got the sauce on it. A saucer uh, pass or like a flip pass is kind of like yes. a saucer pass is a nice pass where it's kind of like floating like a saucer. And there's the, and mm-hmm. it also could be a flip pass. Like you could flip a saucer pass. Right. Um, but sometimes a flip pass might be doing an actual flip and might not be on its, you know, uh, flat yes. side of the puck. Yes. Long story short is, yeah, it's a pass in the air. Good, good call. I went pass too, in the too, air, put some sauce on the puck. Depth. So yeah, here's the thing here. So I, I've never heard this one before. Sieve. I did not know what a sieve was, but sieve, 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 sieve. Again, hockey noob, showing showing myself out here, calling myself out. Sieve. I apologize. It's spelled S I E V E, by the way. So that's why I uh, mispronounced this. And by the way, we almost got through the full episode, so everyone do a shot. Right, I I had one, so I just bought one, got one back. I know what that is. More eggnog for me. So yeah, so sieve is a bad goalie. Like. This goalie is allowing too many goals in. This goalie is a freaking sieve. I've never heard of that before. I think it's awesome. Sniper, pretty self-explanatory. I was going to tell you real quick. A sieve is is a utensil consisting of a wire or plastic mesh held in a frame used for straining solids from liquids. So you, so like you're basically you, you're letting everything in. You're yeah. still you're, you're you're supposed to stop things, but you actually let things through. So yes. that's why you're a sieve. So there you go. Okay, there you go. Uh, mm-hmm. Cherry picking. This is when a player stays near like the opponent's offensive zone, and they're waiting for an outlet pass so they can get a breakaway. That individual is cherry picking. Spinorama. I actually had a dream about this last night. I was doing way too much hockey stuff last night, but this is really? a, a, yeah, a, a player completes uh, several like really tight full circles while handling the puck. Spinorama. Jeff, do you have a comment on that? You're looking at me like you know, no. have you done, I'm, are you a, a, an expert Spinorama master yourself? Uh, I'm thinking back to my uh, epic beer league days and mm-hmm. did I, I've, I've scored, I've scored on a Spinorama. I was more of a, um, I was more of a dirty dangler, <laughs> dirty dangler. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm trying to think of like of the four goals that I scored in beer league hockey over my, you know, 15, 20 years of playing hockey. Um, nice. Yeah. MVP. No, 
MVP. No, I, I don't think I ever did a spinorama. No, absolutely not. No, I was always like a simple. Um, actually, I, I did. I did enjoy a sweet backy. I was always pretty decent with the sweet backy. Okay, I love mm-hmm. it. I love a sweet backy. You would be yep. the runner for sweet back of the year. The Gordy Howe hat trick. This is something that was brought up last year uh, on the podcast. But this is when a player uh, gets a goal, gets an assist and gets into a fight in the same game. And I can't remember this, and I could be wrong, so please, somebody correct us on this. I actually want to say that this happened against the Kraken last season, and I want to say it was Alex DeBrincat of, uh, at the time, the Chicago Blackhawks. I actually want to say that he did this against the Kraken. I could be wrong. My memory, for some reason, is telling me that he either did that or came really close in the game. But I do remember it was the game that DeBrincat fought Yanni Gord. And I was like, this is some wild shit we're, we're, we're witnessing here. Yeah. And, and we've talked about the Gordie Howe hat trick a few times and it's yes. a great term. It's a great thing to watch. I, I, what I, from this list, there's some good ones on here, but I'm, and the odds of me doing this are 50, 50, but I'm going to try and keep a list as I watch games this season. Cause there's so many new words out there. And like I, as an old guy, I need to keep up with the new terminology. I feel like there is a thousand new words out there what's what's awesome about hockey is there's so many new terms and slang words added to the hockey dictionary every single year because like rim job um (laughs) i'm sorry (laughs) i had to throw you off we're moving on yeah just around (laughs) wait hold on let's open up your last gift that is some cold cold. (laughs) this is why this is why i got the no in my playoff gift this is my fault (laughs) You got fault. the no. No, I'm going to keep uh yeah, maybe you could maybe we'll force that in there. Maybe we'll force that in there. Maybe I don't we want to force rim jobs, Jeff. <laughs> Season hasn't even started yet, dude. Now you don't have to earmuff that, which is in, in No, you don't cuz your yeah. kids will not know. And if they do, then you need to see All who right. they're hanging out with at freaking elementary school. I'm going to make a pledge here to possibly maybe keep a book of crack and pod terminology between our own slang and newly invented hockey slang that we can discuss yes. and listen to the the boys on root sports and all that sort of talk about and the, and the girls and the people talk about you know in the buoys in the buoys i feel like i feel like there is a plethora of new words invented every single day when it comes to hockey. So yeah, like, we, we literally make up shit all the time. I think I like said sweet backy, like as a joke and tweeted it out. And then fast forward a year later and like, it's a real thing. So like still a thing, listen, there's no rules here. Like we can do, we can do whatever we want. Um, yeah. so I'm really excited that those are all by the way of the, uh, of the more traditional longstanding hockey slang that I have. Jeff, is there anything that I miss here that you can think of off the top of your head? No, I can't because that's what I want to make this list because there's so many out there that I hear there's all the time and I laugh at them and then I forget about it. I'm like, that is hilarious. Like, you know, there's biscuit, uh, yeah, the puck, right? There's the basket, which is obviously the net. Then there's a million, you know, top shelf, which is the shooting it into the top of the net. It's yes. There's just so many things. And I think I just want to make a list. I'm going to start making a list and that is a good project. Some homework for me to watch the broadcast tomorrow night, uh, Wednesday night, to enjoy the first regular season game of the NHL season for your Seattle Kraken. If we don't beat the Ducks, then the season is over. It is over. It's over. Yeah, one game in, just everybody just start attacking Haxtell, love, hate. No, but for real, man, I could not be more excited. Um, 
holy shit, it's here. I felt like this summer got really weird. It was really long. For some reason, we decided to work through the entire thing. Um, <laughs> so whatever, we're here. It's all good. Thank you for everybody you know that listens to us. And and uh, yeah, man, Kraken Hockey. By the time this podcast comes out, the Kraken will play uh, tomorrow night. So uh, lace up your skates. Yep, let's go Mariners. Let's go Kraken. Fuck Thank you Astros. so much. Yeah. yeah, the Astros, man. Justin Verlander. How is he still pitching? He's not like no. I hate that whole franchise. Forty-eight years trash old. Ass team, trash players, management wow. fans. I actually debate really quick. I actually debated on going to Houston for the games because they're so cheap. Because they're in the middle of the day. I hate that franchise so much. I refuse to go to Houston and give them a fucking dime. So I will be here wow. watching the games on my couch because I at Houston, like that whole organization is nothing but trash. Their fans are trash. I said what I said, go Mariners. Well, that's going to suck if the Houston, what if Houston gets an expansion team, which they could in the next, you know, yeah, five, I'll hate years. them. I'll hate them. You're going to hate Houston much. too. No, cause they're not the Astros until they get caught cheating. And then they have no repercussions for their actions, even though they won a world series because of it. So, uh, no, I'll be, I'll be whatever with it. It'll just give me a reason to see crack and hockey easier in person. But, uh, but yeah, no, the, the Astros, they're, they're a trash organization and they know they are and their fans are delusional and uh, I hate literally every single thing about them. Uh, can I, don't, we, I don't even want to think about it right anymore because I'm like actually gonna, going to get angry. Can we have hot baseball takes from a hockey podcast? Yeah, it's not even a hot take. It's just known around the league and the only people that don't know otherwise are people in Houston because they're too fucking dumb and they don't know anything. They probably can't even spell Craig Biggio. Like, they don't, they don't deserve... Uh, I don't know, man. Like everything about that team, I absolutely cannot stand. Like I, I even loved Justin Verlander before he went there, and I'm like, now I associate him with the Astros, so I'm out. Wow. Yeah. Okay. To yeah, the people of Houston, mini Astros rant. Like they, I'm they so sorry. I mean, the Astros aside, I mean, there's some good people yeah. in Houston, Joey. I mean, are there the city <laughs> of Houston? <laughs> we do not need to have now. So we're going to go on this tour all season long of just the crack and pod destroying cities. Like, yeah, just cross them off the list. I'm doubling down. Everybody. Okay. Sucks. Oh, all right. <laughs> I did see that there's people tweeting about um, having tickets to go to the first Mariners playoff game in what? 20 something years mm-hmm. on Saturday. Exactly. Yes. Which, and then yes. also having tickets to, the cracking back in that night yeah and then seahawks on sunday and if the mariners need to play that day the the seahawks are already in talk with the kraken about possibly moving their sunday game around so they don't overlap like this is serious man like there's a lot there's a lot going on which is why i appreciate people that listen to this podcast because you know if you reside in seattle you're a seattle sports fan in general um, you're probably pretty overwhelmed right now with all the options. So I appreciate you for supporting us. Damn, we should, man, we should be in Seattle right now. So I know it's a good hey, time to be in Seattle. If you're in Seattle right now, what a great time to be a Seattle sports fan. Enjoy this run. Okay. We're going to have an epic regular season run, an epic baseball run. The Seahawks need, you know, Smith better than Russell Wilson. It's okay. Totally. Russell Wilson. Holy yeah. smokes. What a, yeah. Let's keep okay. you on the league, baby. Anyways, All right. <laughs> we promise that moving forward, this will be a hockey podcast. Again, we uh, enjoy enjoy the regular season. Let's go, Kraken. Let's leave you with our last preseason chirp of the week. What what is a chirp? A chirp is when players and I can't wait for a fresh batch of regular season chirps. It's when players are on the ice and they talk trash to each other. So have a great week at Kraken Pod everywhere on social media. Hit us up on Facebook. Hit us up on Twitter. Uh, Thank you for the reviews, too, wherever you listen to this 
thing that we call a podcast. Let's go Mariners. Have a great week. Here is your chirp of the week. They cheated. They've cheated the game. They've, you know, they've uh, cheated us as players. Um, and it's, it's just that they, uh, they can't take responsibility for their actions and, and, uh, you know, try to make things better. And so they're just sweeping things under the rug and, and, uh, you know, just doing their own thing. And, uh, to me, that just doesn't, doesn't sit right. Yeah.